I'm your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday. I am the platform builder. You know what I do. <laughs> if you're new, let me let you know. I have small business owners to increase their visibility so they can be seen, be heard. You know what's this? Get paid. And we do that through podcasting, publishing, and media exposure. Woo-hoo! I love it. But I want you to take a deep breath. You know how exercise we do before we <laughs> take a deep breath because I know you have things going on that you concerned about, things that actually maybe you said, where did this come from? But I do want to remind you, you have greatness inside. You have amazing gifts inside that actually need to be out in the world so you can actually help somebody else go to their next level in their life. I know you believe it, right? <laughs> but that's what we do here at the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast. What we do is bring you life people that actually doing it in the trenches, people that actually doing it in the marketplace, people that's doing it in ministry to actually transform lives, be that light of beacon to actually let you know, one, that you're not alone, and number two, that you can actually make it. That's why I always say don't stop, get it, get it, right? Okay. But we're going to actually introduce our amazing, um, look, she has stopped by to just holler a little bit, Miss Lydia C. Blair. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's, of course, a She's a wife, she's a mother, she's an ordained minister, she's a certified life coach. You know what I said about culture side? You know, we need to have somebody to tell us what's that blind spot. <laughs> but she's a founder of Freedom Reigns Ministry. Her passion is to lead people into a deep relationship with Christ and help them get, you know my favorite word, unstuck. And whatever's holding them back. She speaks in many different type of genres and different places, churches, ministries, small groups, and conferences for many years. But she decided that, guess what, her writing had her writing gift had to be ignited. And so she actually is a proof that God should take someone, and we're going to call you someone right now, <laughs> who had obstacles in their way, would show himself to be, oh, he is promised. In that, ooh, y'all gonna make me just holler, okay? But she actually is gonna tell us that guess what? You can make it. You are amazing, and you know what? Put God first, and never be afraid to love deeply and apply yourself to learn. But you know what? We gotta do the work, but then we can do it with laughter, fun, and joy. Welcome, welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast, Miss Lydia C. Blair. Are you there? I am here. I am here. God is good. Yes, yes. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Well, um, like you said, you know, I'm a, I'm a wife and a mother and uh, an ordained minister. But recently, um, the Lord has really been uh, having me do a lot of writing. And last year, um, I published uh, Catch the Fire, A Journey to an Effective Prayer Life. And I uh, share my journey to an effective prayer life, uh, but I also help you come up with strategies and, and things to, you know, that you can overcome so that you can have a victorious life and walk in the freedom that God has available for each one of us. And, and so I, in the book, I share my testimony because I was an ordained minister, but yet I still struggled with depression. 
Uh, matter of fact, while I was an ordained minister, walking in faith, laying hands, praying, praying for people, preaching the power of God coming into the services, people being saved, healed, and delivered, but yet I, you know, I, I wrestled with severe depression, uh, severe anxiety. Um, I had cognitive disorder. Um, and, and for someone that has any kind of prophetic tendencies, um, it's a very scary place to be. Um, and then later I was diagnosed with PTSD because of some trauma that had happened uh, in front of me. And so um, my journey was uh, finding out that uh, what I thought I believed and what I actually believed at my core were not matching. And so God took me on a journey because... I come to the end of myself when I had went uh, to another counseling session, which wasn't getting me very far, um, but they had wanted to put me on a lot of medication. I mean, I even went to the pharmacy and got the medicine. And I, I'm not against medicine. I believe that God can use um, medication and doctors to help you get the healing and the wholeness that you need. So I'm not against that. What I am against and make no apologies about is, is using medication and using that only. I believe that if you're going to be on medication, you need to get to therapy. You need to get into the, the right atmosphere and the right um, situation to deal with what's really going on deep inside of you, not just to numb it. And my my situation was they wanted to put me on medication because the counseling wasn't working, and so that was going to be my solution, was medicine. And I knew that if I began to take that medicine that I would be on it for the rest of my life. And and I said, God, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to use this as a crutch. I don't want, I'll use this if I need to to get me, to a place where I can be healed and whole. But God, if you're God, and I know you are, then there's something I'm missing. And I made the decision right then and there that I was going to try Jesus a new way. Take my faith. Take, and he took me on a journey of opening the word of God to me and opening up prayer like I have never seen before. He opened up grace. He opened up a new way of believing, a new way of seeing his word as the absolute truth. And he showed me how to work the word, because if you work the word, the word works. Amen? So, um, but we, we don't know how to really work the word when you've been diagnosed with, with the things that I was diagnosed with. And so God sent me on a journey of healing and wholeness and, and, the, and the, in, the, in the process teaching me the mistakes that I was making in prayer is, you know, by not having my belief systems match, the, the one that was really going on inside of me and what was coming out of my mouth. And then he began to show me that I had some unforgiveness that I didn't really realize it was hiding and then he began to show me different motivations that, that I had, and, and they wasn't necessarily completely smothered in love. 
And so when he began to open these things up to me and show me, that's why your prayer life has been hit and missed. It's begin. It's because there was these things that were hidden inside of you, and as I uncover them, they may be uncomfortable, and I may say things and reveal things to you that you don't like. But if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to allow me to dig in the wound and clean it, then you will be whole and walk in complete freedom. And so that's what my book is about. It's, it's sharing my journey of God getting in there and cleaning out the infection that had been hiding and then allowing people, the readers, to see themselves there and in those areas, allow God to do the same thing for them. So I'm also working on a workbook for that that goes even deeper of telling people not just what they need to do but how, how to apply the practical a teaching of the word of God. So that's where that's where God's had me right now because, you know, I firmly believe that the experiences that we overcome and that we go through is, uh, it's not just about you, baby, because we're all in this together, you know. We're all in in this world. We've got to help each other make it through. And whatever it is that you're facing, if I faced it and I've been able to overcome it, then let me help you. I think it's in Psalms 80, I think it's 87, um, that says, while walking through the valley of Becca, make it a well. So, you know, it's like make it a well. The valley of Becca is a valley of tears. So, yes, we're all going to go through valley of tears. We're all going to have situations and problems that we face. But while I'm there, let me go ahead and dig a well so that when the next person who's walking through this valley, they can stop and refresh themselves and they can see, hey, someone else has been this way and they were able to make it through and I can too. So. That is so powerful. um, Hallelujah. I want to go back a little bit because, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want you to miss what she's really uh, letting us know Uh, because I think a lot of people think, because I was taught this. Let me me just be transparent. I was taught this as a child, and I'm, you know, of course not following anyone because uh, you learn and as you, you know, as you know better, you do better, you know. that they used to say if you were going through a lot of stuff, you know, I'm going to just leave it at stuff or you could say drama or whatever, that that God is disappointed with you, that uh, you must be doing something wrong. And, of course, I have learned throughout my journey in my life that that's not true. Can you talk about that? Because I think a lot of people want to have a, this just me, this just me, they want to find direction. They want a better life. They want, you know, this is going to be real. We want prosperity and, and, and money and our mental and, and, and all those things. But we feel ashamed. We feel guilty because we everything's going wrong, and we don't even see that we're worthy to even God to call us a, a child of God. Address that for us if you don't mind. You're bringing um, you're bringing some tears to my eyes because oh. I've been there, and and it it 
we do get stuck in life and we get stuck in our past. And the hardest thing for, for humanity, it seems, or for much of humanity, is to forgive ourselves. You know, we can accept God's forgiveness, but then we can't. We look at our past mistakes, and we get stuck in our past. But the Word of God tells us forgetting those things that are behind and pressing towards the mark of the high calling. And so, you know, the thing is is that we've got to forget. Honestly, we have to forget the good, too. How many people that, that you know that have got stuck in even good things. Oh, the past was so good, and I wished I could go back, and I wished I could experience that again. I was so devastated when, you know, that that stopped, or I, I couldn't do that anymore. I used to be able to do this, and now I'm older, and I can't do that. So we get stuck even in the past. But Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind. Because as long as you're looking in the rearview mirror, whether it's something positive or something negative. Now, don't get me wrong. It's okay to have your testimony. We remember the good times. Thank you for those experiences. But the Word of God tells us that we are supposed to be moving from glory to glory and face to face. So we've got to let go of the past mistakes and evaluate those mistakes okay, what did I learn from that mistake? Or what can I learn? How can I do things different? What does the Word of God say about the mistake that I made? What does the Word of God say about forgiveness for those things that I have done in my past? How can I take my life's journey, whether it be mistakes or even good things that have got me stuck in a rut, and how can I learn from those and then use what I have learned to propel me forward. You know, I say something all the time, and that is failure is only feedback that you need to do something different. But take that feedback. Take that failure and say, what did I learn? And I heard someone say the other day, uh, it was a pastor friend of mine, and, and whenever their children were talking about my dad, you know, when we would sit down at the table he would ask the family, what were your failures today? What did you, what did you learn today? What was your failures? And the, the young lady said, I'll never forget, but one day I came to the table and I hadn't done anything all day, so I hadn't failed any, anything, and I couldn't think of anything that I had felt, and I remember feeling ashamed because she said her father had taught her and their, their family that failure means you're learning, and you're moving forward. People look at failure as I failed, and they get stuck, whether they get stuck in not being able to forgive themselves for their past, or they get stuck in the, the glory days of yesterday. They get stuck. But failure, as long as you're falling, if you fall forward, you're still progressing. So get up. You know, people say, I fell on my face. I failed. You did? Awesome, you're still moving forward. If you're falling on your face, you're falling forward. So get up, dust yourself back off, you know, again, and move forward and learn from that failure. What did I learn? How can I use this to propel me? This, this didn't work for me. It wasn't a good thing, but how can I go? And let go of the guilt 
and the shame I made a mistake. But, Father, I thank you that when you paid and finished the work on Calvary, you've seen my faults, you've seen my failures, and you still wanted me. Thank you have forgiven me. Now help me to learn from this mistake. Help me to learn how to really repent. Because, you know, we say we're sorry. I I, I can say to you, you know, I can do something to you, sister. I can hurt your feelings and come home and feel sorry that I hurt your feelings. But if I don't repent, meaning to change, to turn from that behavior and really repent, to turn from it and not do it again, then me saying that I'm sorry to you is not real true repentance. But God can help us get to a place where we're truly repentant, where we actually begin to transform our lives and turn our back on that sin, turn our back on that failure and learn from it and move forward. So guilt and shame are wasted emotions. Got to get rid of them. You are forgiven. And I just feel in my heart that someone's going to listen to this, and they're going to feel feel that I'm stuck in guilt and shame. Jesus has already forgiven you. Now, let go of it yourself. You know, he loves you enough to forgive you. Rest in that. Pick yourself up. And go forward. Learn from your past mistakes, but don't allow it to get you stuck. God wants us, he said, he sent Jesus so that we would have life and life more abundantly. God doesn't want us to walk around with our head hung down all the days of our life because we made a few mistakes. You may have a life full of mistakes. You may look over your life and feel like your whole life has been nothing but one bad choice and one bad decision. But I have news for you that today is a new day, and you can start from today. I don't care if you're 50 years old or you're 13 years old or, you know, however old you are. You can start from today. Today is a new day. And guess what? His mercies are new every morning. So you've got mercy for today. Today is a new day. Don't just make a commitment to yourself that I'm not going to live and I'm not going to be stuck another day. I'm going to learn and I'm going to look over my life of failures and mistakes and I'm going to do a life evaluation and I'm going to use that to do something. You know, I was on drugs. I self-medicated and I share some of this in my book. I started, I smoked my first joint at 11 years old. As statistically speaking, I should be dead by a drug overdose or end up in, in and out of drug rehab my whole entire life. But God, he got a hold of me and taught me there's, there's a better way than self-medication. And so there's a better way. I don't care where you are in your walk with God. I don't care what your experiences are. I don't care what trauma, you know, you have been through. I share about the sexual abuse that I had endured as a child, which ended up causing a result of the, the deep depression, the anxiety, and the self-medication. I was self-medicating the pain that I was in, and, and, and it started at 11 because I was in so much turmoil and so much pain. 
But now my past and my failures have the, became the platform in which God elevates me to help other people. So I'm just here to testify to someone that may listen. I don't care what your past is. Your past can become your platform for God to use you mightily. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh God, that's amazing. Let me let me add on to that. That um, and I want you to speak on this one. You touched on it this lightly, but what I love is that God is giving you the 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 idea and the tool that you say you're gonna actually have a workbook because a lot of times we know the idea, but walking through it is a is a different thing. Speak on that because I think we need that. And in every area of our life, it's a workbook to show us how to get through that process. Yeah, you know, um, when I when I got the book, when I first uh, published the book, and people started reading it, my inbox flooded with people telling me, "You need a workbook. You need a workbook. You need a workbook." Well, when I wrote the book, I thought, "Do I need a workbook with this?" But then I decided, well, I don't think I do because I felt as though I gave enough information in the book to to actually tell you how to overcome these things. I deal with the core belief systems. I deal with the emotions and the the uh, the enemy's playground and how to take your emotions. And I don't just tell you what needs to happen and what it is, but I tell you kind of how to walk through that. So I didn't. I thought, well, I don't think a workbook would add anything to it. But when people started you know, flooding my inbox with it. I said, God, if you want this workbook, it's got to be something different. So and the one thing that I didn't want um, is that a work. a lot of times a workbook will basically just summarize the book with a few questions. I said, God, I want this book and this workbook to work together to transform life. And I don't want to... Um, I don't want to have a workbook that just summarizes the book and ask a few questions. I want to add. So this workbook that's developing, it, it, I'm about halfway through the rough draft, so it's going to be a little bit. Um, but but I, it's because I'm giving so much more information, so many more coaching techniques and things that people can do um, and giving them an opportunity to walk through changing their belief systems and I'm, I'm helping them come up with strategies and I'm offering them options and I'm just going into more detail. It does connect to the book, but there is going to be so much more information in the workbook that it's not just going to be a summary, if that makes sense. And no, probably in the next. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Um, probably within the next week, I'm going to have a prayer book that's going to be coming out. And if you go to my website and you'll subscribe uh, to my to the to my um, insiders club, then when that is released, every person that's on the insiders club is going to get that prayer book for free. Now, that prayer book 
It's got 14 chapters that correspond with the 20, I think there's 21 uh, chapters in the book. And they are grace-based, faith-based prayers. Um, Because when you understand grace and what grace has made available to you and your belief systems are in line, then your prayer life is transformed. Because no longer are you approaching God with the idea that maybe he'll hear me. You know, I know God did it before, but will he do it again? You approach God, you know, the Bible says to come to the throne of grace boldly. But if you look at the Greek, that means freely and joyfully. So with joy, I approach God in prayer different no matter what I'm, I'm facing. So when I go to God and I'm facing something terrible, a crisis, God, I thank you that you finished the work on Calvary. I thank you that it's already the solution and the answer that I need is already available to me. I ask you, Lord, to position me to receive what you have already given me. You know, so your prayer life and your verbiage, it prays, I take joy in the fact that this work, this situation, it's already done. You already settled it. And it's already, and I come into agreement with what you have declared in heaven concerning this situation. And so when you pray that way, then you are praying according to faith, not approaching him with doubt, confusion, fear, maybe he'll, you know, a fear, maybe he'll hear me, maybe I'll get an answer, maybe he'll do it again. But knowing that he finished the work. That's right. Yes. That's right, Lydia. Whoo, Lord have mercy. Sweetheart, please tell us, oh, my God, you're so amazing. Tell us how we can, um, whoo, how we can get your publication, how we can be ready <laughs> for the workbook and, uh, at the time of this recording. Uh, and, and then, of course, let's, uh, how we can support you on social media as well. Okay. Well, um, first you can uh, you can go to the website. Now I have a ministry website, but I, the the book and and the you know information about the book and and how to get the book and all of that is on Lydia L Y D I A C as in Charlie B L A I R. So it's Lydia C Blair dot com. And you can go there and get your digital book. And you get your digital book, uh, you get it, you know, downloaded immediately. Um, now, also, if you sign up for my um, my Insiders Club, if you put your email address in there, I'm going to send you the first five chapters of my book for free. Um, so my book is also available on Amazon. That is available to you. Um, however, if you download, uh, you know, from, from my website, then you're going to get five chapters where Amazon only gives you three. Amen. So, um, yeah. And, and, and when, when the, uh, when the uh, prayer book comes out next week, I'll be emailing all of my subscribers the, the prayer book for free. So, okay, that's awesome. Woo, Lord, have first of all, we want to say thank you so much for being in your purpose, and then secondly, we want to thank you so much 
But take a time out your busy schedule to be a guest here on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. I will do. Thank you for having me. It has been a pleasure. You're welcome. Woo, Mrs. Emma, I know that's sorry, right? Woo, you know, don't stop getting it for real. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Woo, you know we love you here at the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. You know that, right? Okay. Now, if you want to be a guest on our broadcast, go to ReneeSunday.com or DM us on the various, you know, all of the social media uh, platforms. We're out there, okay? And if you want to be part of our magazine, we do have Good News Magazine. We have the Caregiver Magazine, and we do have the magazine for whatever state you're in. So, the, you know, the people of Georgia, the people of California, the people of Texas, we have that. Because what is happening is some people in Texas may not even know about you. So if they actually get a peek of you in the magazine, they actually can get your products and services. Isn't that wonderful? I love it. I love it. Same information, go to, to ReneeSunday.com. What I want you to know is you do have a call and you do have a reason you were born. You're not a mistake. We all have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out, okay? We're not trying to make you, but that's a good, wise decision to make, okay? And what are you going to get? You're going to get your purpose and get your purpose now, right? I am Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder, and thank you so much for joining us on the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast. See you next time. Bye-bye.